be the best. I want to be the best. Simple as playing. That's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. Welcome everybody to Clutch Talk, the basketball podcast. On today's episode, we got who's making the playoffs in the East and the West. But before we get into that, I got to introduce my brother, Joseph. What's up, what's up, man? You already know what's going on, man. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it then, man. I'm going to go ahead and jump into first for the West. First seat for me, I got the Lakers. at Best record in the West right now at 32-7. and seven. And I just feel like on a nightly basis, there's just nobody that's going to keep up with AD and LeBron. I think that team is actually insanely deep on the defensive end as well, too. Uh, with Dwight, I know Dwight making a comeback season right now. AD going crazy with blocks right now. I think he's like third in the league with, or fourth in the league with blocks right now. Uh, and I just think that the biggest downfall for the Lakers is going to be injuries just because, like, last year I know AD missed 26 games due to injuries. And this year he's doing a lot a better job, a lot, a very better job with missing games. I know he's only missed three games this year, mm-hmm. but uh, that's who I got at first. Who you got first for the West, uh, for the West Joe? Uh, also, I'm gonna go with the Lakers for his first seed. They uh, outstanding team chemistry off court, which is often not recognized, but they they got great te- team chemistry right now. Uh, they've been balling out every, night in, night out. But as you said, the the biggest downfall right now is the injuries. Uh, LeBron, I think LeBron is doing load management. He's being very smart about it, but he's just covering up injuries. <laughs> and AD, he is kind of fragile when he gets injured. He like you never know when exactly he's gonna come back, especially yeah. with the the bruised sacral joint or whatever. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of scary to see as a Lakers fan to see like your best big man. Uh, taking a downfall like that, but might be our best player. Yeah, so uh, y'all, y'all for sure got the, the lock. Yeah, y'all got that locked in. Okay. Uh, for my second seed, I got the Nuggets, and only reason why I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate. People talking about Clippers, but only reason why I got Nuggets just because they got such a deep team. Like their bench is insanely deep, so like injuries won't affect them as much as it'll affect other teams. Like, for example, if LeBron or AD got hurt, like, severely, man, like, the Lakers are kind of over for the Nuggets. Not really. They got they got death in each position. And my, Michael Porter Jr. just had his first start the other day, 25 points on 11 for 12 from the field goal. So if he could play out for that player he was supposed to be, then – that they're gonna be a scary, scary team. That's crazy. Who you got second? For twelve, that's insane, bro. But I think uh, for second, I think I'm gonna go with my Clippers. I'm gonna stay true to them. I think they are more concerned with who's better in LA than they are with like their actual, with their actual uh, potential. Like they can they can be the best team in the league, I think, but. Oftentimes they just get caught up in the talk of who's who's the better team in LA, you know, and they they lose focus. But they also have been battling some injuries. I know PG has the 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 shoulder injuries, and Kawhi is probably secretly uh, battling some injuries as well. That's why he's been taking a lot of load management. But I think overall, they if they just come together and get it like get that get that grit back, they'll they'll be fine postseason. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, for my third, I got I got the Clippers. Even though right now they're in fifth at twenty seven and thirteen, I just can't really count out Kawhi, 
PG, Lou, Patrick Beverly, Doc Rivers, which is arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. I just can't really count them out like that and put them, leave them in fifth or anywhere within the top three. So I got him in third. Who you got, third? Third, I got what you said previously. I got the Nuggets. Uh, I agree that that bench is something crucial. It's, it's scary late in the game, and them boys just, they come at you, and they young, and they just fearless, so. I think I think third for sure for Nuggets. Okay, okay. For my fourth, I got the Utah Jazz, which right now is on a nine-game winning streak. Uh, right now they're 27-12. And with the addition of Mike Conley, which might, might be one of the most underrated players for the past 10 years in the league, mm-hmm. uh, that that kind of given that little, not, a little boost they needed from last year. And they also added Bogdanovich from the Pacers, which is a 41% shooter from deep. And I want to say they're a title contender, but since they're in the West, it just makes it so difficult with the Clippers and the Lakers and all these other teams. But who you got in fourth? Most Jeff. Uh, I think fourth, I would I would want to go with the Rockets over the Jazz. Not to, not to count out the Jazz. The Jazz have been playing well. Uh, Mike Conley is that. He's a great addition. Bogdanovich is as well. Uh, he's outstanding from behind the three. But I think the Rockets... If they figure out how to play both the Westbrook and Harden and they get an equal amount of shots, I think they'll be uh, very well off in the postseason. But Harden just got to stop taking so many shots, man. He, I mean, he he get his night in and night out regardless of who, what team he's playing. But I think oftentimes their biggest downfall is his like, shot taking. Just chucking it up too yeah, much, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, that that's why I got Rockets at fifth. And before the season, I actually didn't. Even, I don't even know if I had the Rockets making the playoffs. <laughs> but that was kind of crazy to me. That's James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. James Harden is having a ridiculous year, almost averaging forty points per game. He's uh, right now he's at thirty seven point seven, and Westbrook is averaging twenty four point point four. So I can't really count them out when it comes to the playoffs time. Uh, when it comes to Making the playoffs, but when it comes to playoff times, I don't I don't know if the Rockets' offense is really going to work just because I just feel like the defense is going to collapse on James Harden come come playoffs, and he's going to kick it out to Westbrook, which is a 23% shooter from deep, which is embarrassing. That might be one of the – I think that's the second worst uh, three-point percentage from the, in the league. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We're going to see when it comes to playoff time, but I can't count on a 40, four, almost 40 points per game. So who you got in fifth? In fifth, I got I got the Mavericks. I think uh Luca is just gonna take him he's gonna take him far, I think second round, if anything. And um I think the biggest concern with, with the Mavs is like their big man. Like I think they're struggling to find that 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 key player in the who can just get it done in the post and, and just grab boards uh consistently on a night in and night out basis. And uh, once they find that, I think they'll they'll be very hard to to play against. Yeah. See, I, I got I got the Mavs at six. I got the Mavs at six off the sheer force of Luca. Right now, Luca is absolutely playing out of his mind at twenty years twenty years old, mm-hmm. averaging twenty nine points per game, almost ten rebounds with nine point seven, nine nine assists. Those are MVP type numbers. But I think I agree with Joe. I think there's. Two route. I think the Mavs need. They have two routes, and they can either trade for Kristaps for a real old-fashioned big, because I think they got Kristaps right now playing like a 
a Joel Embiid type big yeah. clashing in the paint when that's not what he do. He's more of a, a new era stretch big where he want to shoot and he want to be out. out. Like Ilya Silver or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that the Mavs either going to have to trade Kristaps for a, like a Joel Embiid type big man that can run on pick and rolls with Luka all day and and clash at back uh, clash at the rim. Thanks. Or they're going to have to trade for another all-star or they could kind of hope that Tim Hardaway Jr. could figure it out. If he could figure it out, they can get that th- that third All Star. I could I throw Mavs in the contender. Mm-hmm. Um, who you got for six, Joe? At six, I think, I think the Jazz. I don't want to count him out. Like I said earlier, Mike Conley, he's, he's great, great addition this season. Uh, Bogdanovich, that boy got <laughs> a strap on him from three. And I think you can't really count him out. Donovan Mitchell sometimes don't show up as expected, but I think postseason they'll they'll buckle down and figure it out. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, for my seventh, even though they're in ninth place right now in the league at record of seventeen and twenty one, yeah. I got the Spurs. I think the Spurs are gonna figure it out. I just I feel like my whole life I can't I've never seen the Spurs not be in the playoffs <laughs> so I can't really count out Demar Lamarcus Aldridge Greg Popovich Dejounte Murray came back this year mm-hmm. but I just we gonna we gonna see if they can figure it out but I I, sh- I sure hope they do because this will be the first time in my in my life that I ain't seen the Spurs in the playoffs if they don't make it so I'm hoping they clinch onto that seventh seed who you got in the seventh the Spurs Spurs. Yeah. I think the Spurs are will always be they they are never talked about, but they always end up being in the playoffs somehow, and they always go somewhere far. So I can never count them out as when Greg Popovich is the coach. So I got Spurs at seventh. Okay, on the in the eighth, this one was hard for me, but I threw I threw Thunder in there. I threw Thunder's. Playing way better than I don't think anybody expected this year mm-hmm. uh, with CP three. Uh, that kid Shea Alexander, Shea Alexander, uh, Stephen Adams. I I really think that they're more gonna make. They more got the AFC due to how poor the rest of the West is playing. But I don't know. I I, I would throw the Thunder in the AFC. Who you who you got in the AFC, Joe? AFC. I got I got Dame and the Blazers, man. Oh, bold prediction. Yeah, I got Dame and the Blazers. That's bold. Uh, why you got that? Talk, I say I say that me. because Melo being the new addition, I think he's he's been very productive, uh, far more than we expected. Because a lot of y'all called him washed and all that, but <laughs> I mean, that, just the other night that boy had like 17, 17 in the fourth quarter, which is like the most points scored. I think he he just beat uh, Kobe Bryant's record for the most points in a. In like a quarter of like the closing minutes or something like that. So I think that's that's incredible. And him him being that veteran. That, yeah, that veteran, he's got a lot of leadership. Uh can't count Dame out. Yeah, Dame Dame for sure already had that, that component. But just that extra that extra piece that the young guys could look up to I think is very very like lucrative and um Dame Dame and uh CJ, Dame, Dame and CJ, they just been looking for that extra piece, and I think with the addition of Melo, they they gonna they gonna figure something out. I think it hurt when they lost Ennis Kanter too, because oh, yeah. last year in, in, in the playoffs, Ennis Kanter was going crazy, yeah. and now Ennis Kanter is getting played over there in Boston. He's barely <laughs> getting any burn over there. Really? So, I mean, I don't know. I, that's a ball prediction, but okay, okay. <laughs> now we gonna uh, juggle ahead, kick it off with first seed in the East. Go ahead, Joe. First in the East, man. 
gotta you can't you can't give it to nobody else. It's just the Bucks, man. Like Giannis getting it done every night. He's his supporting gas is shooting great. Not not every night, but because sometimes they shoot too many threes. But I think for the most part they're getting it done. And Giannis is even shooting a lot more too, which he uh, in past in past seasons he hasn't been very confident in the shot. But I think with him putting the work in all season, he's uh, developing uh, a more of an outside game rather than just inside, running down your throat every play. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. I- I ain't got nothing to say. I agree 100%. The Bucks right now at 35-6 and six with the best record in the entire league, mm-hmm. which is insane. But I, I agree. I think some nights they shoot way too many threes. On the nights that they're clapping, like they played the, they had played the Lakers the other day and absolutely killed my Lakers <laughs> with threes. <laughs> I was sick. But <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Who you, uh, who you think who you got for second? A second, I got the Heat. The Heat? Uh, yeah. I think... I think they can get it done when uh, Jimmy just stops <laughs> playing. He stops stooping down to these weak old players. Uh, that's a shot at TJ Warren. Um, I think they got they got more than more than enough talent to get to where they need to be. I think Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, them them guys is shooting lights out when they need to. And I think overall they could do something big if they just buckle down. You know what I'm saying. Keep Jimmy out of trouble. Yeah. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, you gotta you gotta stop getting it into a scrub like TJ. You way too yeah. valuable to the Heat to be getting suspended. TJ Warren got neck braids. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh I a second, I got my I got not my Celtics, I got the Celtics. I think that Kemba was that leader that the Celtics been needing. I think that leader that, that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's been needing. I know that Kyrie was kind of toxic in the locker room and every time someone would shoot. He would he would be on him, <laughs> but I think this year Kemba is allowing everybody to shoot and was that leader that the Celtics needed and Celtics Celtics are in second place right now currently in the East. So, uh, yeah, at, at third I got I got the Celtics. So I think Kemba is a not necessarily a better leader, but I think he's the better leader for the Celtics for the for the young guys. I think Kyrie was often probably too hard on them. Cause they they're young and they don't they don't necessarily like know what's a, what's a good shot and whatnot and I think Kyrie being kind of older now in this generation I hate to say it but uh, I think maybe he was he was just too hard on them and they probably felt it was almost like toxic and whatnot but I th- I think he had, he did he didn't have anything in harm like as far as like trying to uplift them and better their game but they just. They just kind of saw it. So. This is kind of like <laughs> the situation where when LeBron was on the Cavs and Kyrie was young on the Cavs, yeah, yeah, yeah. and LeBron and Kyrie had kept kept getting mad that LeBron, he felt like LeBron was disrespecting him, but I felt like LeBron nice. was just trying to be that that veteran to yeah. him, and that's what Kyrie did to the Celtics. Now I think it's the same, yeah, it's it's the same. same thing. Yeah. Uh, in my uh, for my third, I got the Seventy Sixers, and in all, I know this is going to be a ball prediction, but. I think they could end up in second if they could trade Ben Simmons away for some scoring threat. And this, hear me out, hear me out. Look, this is why I got it. I feel like if they could trade Ben Simmons, that team could actually work. I feel like that team with Ben Simmons, Al Horford, Joel Embiid, is too clogged in the paint. Al Horford is the best shooter out of all three of them. So <laughs> I think I think that that's, that right there is a problem. I think in today's era, you need to have a, a shoot. 
a scoring threat as a guard. And Ben isn't really, unless he's driving to the hoop, unless he's playing downhill, he's not much of a scoring threat. Off any pick and roll, any de- the defense could just sag and double jo- double Joel instead of guarding Ben anywhere beyond the three. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I think that if the six if the Sixers could trade uh, Ben for uh, of course not not apple for apple, but uh, if they could trade uh, Joel, I'm. If, no, sorry, not Joel. If they could trade Ben Simmons for Drew Holiday, that would be that would be great. If they could, I heard the speculations of Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell. That would suck for the Warriors, but <laughs> that would be great for the Sixers. Uh, but who you got for fourth, Joe? For fourth, I think I think I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the Sixers as well. Um, they gotta figure out they gotta figure out how to mesh Joel and uh, Ben Simmons. I agree, but. I think also Joel Embiid is not often held accountable for his uh, workload. He's he's like one of the best big men in the league, and he's just not getting it done night in and night out. And I think once they figure out how to utilize him in the best the best uh, position, then I think they can go far. Joel, uh, ben Simmons also he, that boy got to shoot more. He oftentimes he's just passing up good looks, and I think that hurts them as well. So once they figure out those two things, I think maybe they can get somewhere. Okay, okay. Uh, at my fourth, I got the Heat, and that's just, that's the story of the, that's the story of the role players mm-hmm. because you know Jim, Jimmy gonna do get his, Jimmy gonna do what he gonna do, yeah. but Tyler Hero forty percent from deep, Kendrick Nunn thirty nine percent from deep, that white boy Duncan Robinson forty three percent from deep, and then Bam right now yeah, averaging. Nice. Averaging 15 points and 10 rebounds, I think that I think that team is scary and has scary amount of potential. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my this is fifth now, right? Yeah, fifth. Uh, fifth, I'm, I'm gonna stay with the, the Nets. I think uh, Spencer Dinwiddie has been holding it down, and uh, with the addition of Kyrie just coming back from the so- shoulder injury, just coming out and scoring like 25, I believe. I think the Nothing, nothing standing in the way to, to getting that, that foreign season. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, basically, basically Kyrie's gonna get it done. Kyrie gonna do. Kyrie gonna get his. I agree. See, I, yeah, I got, I got the the Nets. I got the Nets in fifth. Even though, even though right now they're in seventh in the in the Eastern Conference at eighteen and twenty. But that's just everybody was hurt, like Joe mentioned. But now that Kyrie back, I know Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert was doing the best they could to fill in for Kyrie. But now that Kyrie back, he going to get his. He going to do a little behind the back, a little between the legs, a little get to the hoop, <laughs> a little for legs. But hey, I think I got the I got the Nets at fifth. Who you got six? Six, I got the Pacers. Um, I think Victor Oladipo coming back will be a very, I don't know, it's going to be a big turning point. I think if he comes back healthy and just – Playing to the player he's been playing up to, uh, I think they'll be they'll they'll impress a lot of people postseason. So we'll see where that gets them. Yep, I agree. I, I got I got the Pacers and six as well. I got the Pacers and six because Victor Olipo, Victor Olivo comes back the January 29th. Everybody tuning in for that. Miles Turner, you know he he gonna he gonna get his. He gonna 
He gonna hold down the paint in there, and they and they added uh, Malcolm Brogdon, a forty percent shooter, a forty percent shooter from deep, plays great defense, and I think that once Victor comes back and him and Victor learn to mesh and play with each other, that's gonna that team gonna surprise a lot of people. I think in the in the playoffs. Who you got for seven, Joe? Uh, seventh, I got the the champions, the former champions of the Raptors. Uh, they they have been doing anything spectacular. I mean, obviously the loss of Kawhi Leonard, they they only got is Pascal and uh and Van Vliet just doing what they do. But outside of that, I haven't been really impressed with anything. But I can't count them out. They got the they got a pretty decent decent record. Uh, so I'll I'll give them second to last seed, the seventh. Yep, I can't agree more. I'll have I'll have the Raptors and sevens as well. Just because you you can't count out the champs out the out the playoffs. So and Pascal he he gonna be there. He gonna get his. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He just got that big contract, big 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 contract. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got a bag. Hey, good for him though. But I mean, yeah, I can't I can't count him out. So I'll have him in seventh. Who you got in eighth? Eighth, I got the Pistons, bro. I got the fist. I know Blake is out for the uh, remainder of the season, but I think D Rose can continue to produce as, as he has been uh, in the past few games. I think they'll be fine. The only thing is they they have to find like a a big missing link uh, as far as like someone who's going to score um, outside of D Rose uh, getting in that paint and knocking shots down. But um, once they find a big that can produce just as well as Blake did, then I think they'll they'll be great. They'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, I, for for my eighth, I, I I can't agree with that one. I gotta get the magic in there. Only because like the Pistons like lost Blake Griffin. That's one of their best players. Mm-hmm. But and then the Magic they still got not not saying he's a boy or nothing, but Markel Fogs, uh he's <laughs> he's fine he's finally playing, at least playing. So I mean that's good for him. They got Jonathan Isaac, which I think I think might be number two in the league right now in blocks. And they got and they got Aaron Gordon, which he's not he's not having nearly as good as a year as he should be having. But I, but I still do think that you can't by the end of the end of the season they'll uh, they'll figure it out and be able to barely squeeze into that AC. What is, what is the trade deadline? February six. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if they get some trades or something. Switch something up. I think Aaron Gordon needs to get up out of there. Get up out of there. Yeah. yeah. If they trade Aaron Gordon, then count. Then forget that. Scratch that. They mm-hmm. not. But I think that. That's more because due to how weak the East is, like they'll they'll kind of just get that spot yeah. because of who else is gonna get it? Maybe the Hornets with yes. Devontae Graham and Scary Terry, but mm-hmm. but we gonna see. Uh, but that's that wraps it up. Uh, that's both me and uh, my brother Joe. That's our predictions for the seedings for the East, uh, East and the West. Yes, I sir. appreciate everybody tuning in, and we're gonna be dropping weekly podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and clutch talk out, y'all.